Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks. I'm your host, Maddie Pollock, Hodgkin's lymphoma survivor, health coach for cancer survivors after treatment, and host of this wonderful podcast. A couple announcements before we dive into the interview today. I've recently launched my anti-inflammatory recipe guide that has information on what inflammation actually is, how to reduce it in your own body, and recipes that contain anti-inflammatory properties to try out. To check it out, you can go to the link in my bio on my Instagram at cancersurvivor underscore nutrition coach, or go directly to my website, b-yourhealth.com. Very excited to hear how the recipes go. And today's guest is Jen Delvo, wellness coach, caregiver, and wife to her husband who has been fighting brain cancer since 2009 and breast cancer fighter who was diagnosed in February, 2021. Hi, Jen. Welcome to Hey. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited you're here. Like, I reached out to you. I love, like, what you stand for and, you know, everything you put out there. So I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm excited, too. It's just fun when you are going through what you're going through to connect with other people that have gone through it. It's like people that are leading the way for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it helps so much. And you just don't feel like as isolated and alone and, and you have your husband. So we'll talk about all of that too, but yes, yeah. Good. Good. Um, amazing. Okay. So can you first start with like introducing yourself, what you yeah. do, um, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff? Okay, cool. Yeah. My name is Jen Delvo. I have been a, a fitness coach for 12 years. So I kind of got, I stumbled into it. I was, uh, I remember I was in real estate. I was doing other things. Mm. I was kind of more of a stay at home mom than anything. Mm. I kind of did real estate for fun on the side and totally had let myself go like completely. And I remember seeing a picture of myself and I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was shocked. I was like, wow, I really let myself go. And so I connected with my girlfriend who was Mm. a coach for Beachbody and she was, she, they, it was Shakeology and she was like, start with this. It's all the things. And I was like, okay, yeah. but listen, I'm like, I'm not going to work the business. Like I'm not a beach. I'm not a sales, like all the things, all the misconceptions. Right. So I was like, no way. She's like, no worries. Just sign up for the discount. And that's what I did. And I just started getting healthier and feeling better. And that's I was like, amazing. Just on your well, own. I don't, like with the beach body. Oh my God. Amazing. Right. With, with the workouts and the programs and are in the yeah. products. And I just started feeling great. And so I slowly started like dipping my toes into it. And I was like, gosh, you know, maybe I can work this as a business because people were Mm -hmm. approaching me and they're like, what are you doing? How are you losing this weight? And I was like, okay, I need to dive in. And then shortly after I started diving into it a little bit, Darren, my husband was diagnosed with brain cancer. It was like Mm. completely rocked our worlds. I was like, at that point, I was also like the yes person. I did it all. I was like on the PTO. I was like the room parent. I was like all the things. Right. And I was like, I need to take everything off my plate. And yeah. Right. And I almost took Beachbody off, but I didn't thank God Mm. because it literally like, you know, it was my lifesaver. It was the community and all the things. Oh, I bet. And my personal development and all, all the things that I learned. So yeah, that was crazy when he was diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago was he diagnosed? So he was first diagnosed in 2009 okay. and it was like, we were blindsided. So he, his right. first, like 
he was like telling me I'm having struggle. I'm struggling, like writing these really simple, easy emails, like words mm-hmm. just weren't coming to him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, or he said, I want to go to the, do- I'm going to go to the doctor. And they said, well, let's do an MRI. We'll rule everything out. I know it's going to be fine. Yeah. And we actually had his MRI at night on my birthday. Oh so my September 19th, 2009, my birthday, we w- were out to dinner. I even asked wow. the doctor, I'm like, can we have a couple glasses of wine? They're like, yeah, I'm thinking no big deal at all. Right, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I'm sitting in the waiting room and, and he's not coming. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And then all of a sudden the tech that came and got me and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, I thought you were going to bring him out to me. And he's like, oh, he's, we're, I'm going to bring you back here. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh and then they brought us up to the ER and it was insane. That was wow. like crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I'm like brain cancer of all things. Right. Yeah. And so, so he- scary. Right. And we didn't, then I like had no understanding of anything. Mm-hmm. And the doctors were like, he needs to be admitted to the hospital. So they admitted mm-hmm. him or he was there for a little bit. Darren refused to stay. He's like, no, just give mm-hmm. me a, he's a farm. Ph- he was a pharmacist. So he knows oh, medications. Okay. Yeah. So he was like, give me a big dose of Decadron to reduce the swelling. Cause he had a lot of swelling mm-hmm. in his brain. They were like, so surprised that he walked in there, like right. shocked. That he hadn't yeah. had like some seizure or anything like that. Wow. So, right. So he, um, they, he just had the big dose of Decadron and then we did surgery like four, four days later. And oh then my it came gosh. back. And That's, I, yeah. That's came crazy. Came back quickly. Okay. Came back quickly. Like in 2011, he had a bigger surgery and, mm. um, this was in Houston. So we flew to Houston cause it was an awake, like eight hour surgery where he was awake for three hours of it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. And, and then he did chemo in radiation, had a lot of complications that year, like a stroke. Like I truly did not think he was going to make it in 2011. And then he went eight years and he's has a grade at that point it was a grade three. And then it came back in 2019 and he Mm. had his third brain surgery, same long, like eight hour long surgery and now it's a grade four, but he's such a, he's got the best attitude in the world. That's amazing. Wow. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. I can't even imagine how both of you have like dealt, like gone through it. I know. I know. Like when I was diagnosed, I was like, uh, okay, God, what are you trying to say to me? <laughs> I know. Right. Like what is going on? Yeah. Cause when, and then you were diagnosed like fairly recently, right? Yes. I was like, diagnosed, uh, two twenty one twenty one. I'm a numbers girl, so that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and with breast cancer. Correct. It's an invasive ductal carcinoma, stage one, grade two, HER2 okay. negative, uh, hormone positive. So yeah, kind of crazy. Okay. Shocking. Like shocking. And like, I just, it's wild. So he's currently just like living with it. Like what's his yep. kind of situation? Yeah. So he did another round of chemo in radiation and typically they don't do radiation twice, but it was like with him, it's like, what do you do? You know what I mean? It's great Mm -hmm. for glioblastoma. Like you, you, you gotta like do treatment because it just, Mm -hmm. well, anyway, so he is not doing anything right now, but he did another round of that. So we just go meet with his, his, his neuro oncologist is in Chicago at Northwestern. 
So okay. we go there every okay. few months. Okay. We'll be there at September 13th for a checkup for them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then what's your situation? So you were diagnosed. Yeah. Also, like, how are you emotionally? Like, are you, or how were you at first? Were you like pissed off? Oh my God. All the emotions. Honestly. Yeah. First of all, when they had me come back for, cause it was just a routine mammogram oh, and then okay. they had, had me come back and they were like, we see something. And I'm like, it'll be nothing. Okay, fine. Like there's yeah. no way, there's, there's no, no way, way that both of us, right. no way. So yeah, I'll go back to this silly little, you know, recheck yeah. of my mammogram and, and they're going <laughs> right. to do an ultrasound. And so they did the repeat mammogram. So it's kind of like the place where we are, they do it step-by-step. Step. So you do, if you have to go back for a repeat, they do repeat mammogram. And if they mm-hmm. still see it, then they do the ultrasound. And okay. if they see it in the ultrasound, then you see the doctor. So if like you get to the mammogram and they don't see it, they might be like, yeah, it's nothing. If you go to the Mm -hmm. ultrasound and they're not seeing anything they're concerned about, they'll just send you home. You won't see a doctor. So I'm, they see it still in the mammogram and I'm like, still nothing. Can't be anything. And then I go to the ultrasound and the tech in there was super quiet and like really looking. And I'm like sweating a little bit. I'm like, what is going on? And then she said, I'll be back in with the doctor. I'm like, I'm screwed. Like, I'm screwed. Oh, my gosh. But, I, but it still hadn't hit me yet. It's still, right. I was still, like, in, like, this world of there's no way. There's just there's literally just no, no way. Right, like, what are the chances? <laughs> right. <laughs> so the doctor comes in, and he's got this – here's the deal. So any doctors that are listening, can you just – put a smile on your face and pretend like yeah. all is good. I don't care what the diagnosis is, but I think like the attitude of the doctor is like important. So he yeah. comes in really sad and he's like, so you're really not feeling anything? And I'm like, no. <sighs> well, I, I am suspecting oh this is going to be cancer. We'll have to do a biopsy on it. I'm like, okay. Oh. He's like, do you have any questions? I'm like, no. I'm like, and I come home. <laughs> And I actually talked with my girlfriend, who is my neighbor, who also was diagnosed with it, like okay. just before I was. Wow. And she was like, yeah, she's like, you'll be fine though. If they took you back for like an immediate biopsy, then it's really concerning. I'm like, okay. Right. I get home and like 45 minutes later, they're like, um, we need you to come in ASAP. We are suspecting cancer. I literally was like, I broke down, like ridiculously broke down. Yeah. I was like my lashes were off. I'm like crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. I'm sure. And and it's like when you're first diagnosed, you're like, you, your mind goes to the worst case scenario. You 100%. know, when you don't know, you don't know everything yet. Yeah. At least that's how it was for me. The weird thing is, is Darren and I, we both dealt with our diagnosis. It's so different. Oh, he okay. is, he's been Oh, I got this. Like when his doctor said you have 18 months to live, he was like, um, nope, I yeah. have kids and I mm-hmm. want to see them graduate and mm, that's not happening. And he mm-hmm. just lives life to the fullest. Like it doesn't matter what's going on. He wow. does not let, like he has a lot of deficits and mm-hmm. like right now he's having some issues with his eye and he's uh-huh. not worried about it. I'd be freaking out. And That's he's amazing. just not. Me too. Yeah. So, and I'm and, and and when you said were you pissed, I remember in the car one day during like in the middle of treatment, he's like, Yeah, but don't you see this as a gift? I'm like, no, I'm freaking pissed right now. I'm pissed. Yeah. Like I'm not, right. I'm not happy about this. Like I wow. would rather just not. Yeah. yeah. 
That's amazing. Like him, he has that mindset. Right. He thinks for him, cancer is a gift. Mm. And I'm like, no, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that probably helps you maybe too. I mean, maybe sometimes you're it like, does. absolutely not, but I'm sure right. it does. <laughs> in the long run, it probably does help. It does. I mean, seeing him, it does help. And he does like, and it's so weird again, how different we are. Like he hasn't changed really anything. Mm. Uh, he, he did what the doctor said and that's what he okay. did. And then he did everything yeah. else normal where mm. I did what the doctor said, but then also went a complete different route where I looked into all mm. the holistic approaches and what can I do? Right. So I'm like a freak about it where he's like, what? I'm, you know, like living life still, in, which is probably better because yeah. <laughs> he just has no worries. And I'm like, right. Less stress. Know, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think it's, it, that is really interesting to see how both of you are reacting from it. Were you like during his, before your diagnosis, how did like the fitness stuff and all of that help? you like during it and did you change how you like cooked or like anything like that well you know you were going through yes. kind of like being the caregiver yeah totally so workouts mm-hmm. were my therapy and he did start working out too just okay. he would so but yeah. not to the extent of me but it's the my workouts were my therapy yeah and I know and my family would even be like you know there was a time where when he was really bad in that 2011 my parents mm-hmm. would come to the hospital and be like, go home and work out. Like somebody mm-hmm. would be like taking, like, go, go, you know, get your right. stress out. So, but for a while, I will say that I bottled up my emotions mm-hmm. and people would be like, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Right. Totally yeah. good. I got this. I'm strong. Yeah. And I wasn't letting those emotions out. So they it mm-hmm. did come out later on and I realized I needed to do a little bit more work on myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It was yeah. I mean, you've gone through what 15 years of like unknown trauma with like health. So I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, that that was kind of the fitness. But I think when I yeah. was diagnosed, I look back to what I was doing all these years. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was all beneficial, like just working out and eating healthier is better for you. But mm-hmm. I completely completely changed everything like working mm-hmm. out my, my goals have nothing to do with fitting into skinny jeans right it's all about longevity now and yeah. um it's health first and I want to be here for my grandkids one day so that yeah. is so I, I I changed my diet and my workouts are I'm not killing myself in the gym mm. I'm loving on my body more I do a lot more hot yeah. yoga and infrared sauna and just yeah walking a lot I walk a lot you know, I used to be like walking, what's that going to do? Totally. For yeah. Like, right. And now like my whole mindset on that has changed. So I don't beat myself right. up anymore in the gym. That's amazing. And I think it's really interesting because people do think like, okay, if you're going to get in shape and work out, you have to do like five high intensity workouts a week. Right. Or it's like, it's actually putting your body like in distress mode. <laughs> totally. It's actually um, worse for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's amazing. What, what did you change, um, food wise, like specific kind of things? Yep. I went vegan. So interesting. Yeah. I was at first a big meat eater, like, Mm -hmm. and not like red meat. I never was a big red meat eater, but I would eat Mm -hmm. chicken 
ground turkey for, I was eating a lot of eggs, a lot of meat for every, every meal. Yeah. And what I've learned was, and, and I don't think meat is bad, but I was, yeah. I think there's a point where people can overdo it. I mean, people can overdo anything. So yeah. I think I was definitely overdoing that. So I went dairy-free, yeah. vegan, and I'm loving it. I do the occasionally like three or four times a week I'll have, or not mm-hmm. a week, a month, I'll have fish, yeah. like wild okay. caught fish. Right. Um, yeah. And you've noticed a difference going vegan? Yes, totally. I feel better. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about it. Are you vegan or no? Did you? No, no. I just don't eat red meat now. Yeah. Um, I tried going vegan for like a week. I just wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. And I was so bloated for like a week. I was like, I can't do yes. this because the beans, yeah. my, I can't digest beans. Like, yeah. <laughs> so beans, lentils, like legumes don't sit well. And I was yeah. like, I can't do this. Like I'm full yeah. of gas. <laughs> right. That did, that does happen in the beginning until you kind right. of, your body gets adjusted gets to it. To so it. It does. It is a hard adjustment. But I remember too, like even thinking fruit, like I can't have fruit, like it has sugar in it. And so now I like my smoothie is like loaded with fruit and it's loaded with all the healthy ingredients. Like I don't have fear around the really healthy, you know, like foods that you should be eating every day. That are like grown from the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. I am always curious, like what, what I would feel like if I, if I went vegan. Um, cause I, I, eat, I do it. eat like a good amount of dairy and, you know, like I try to eat like the less processed kind, but still, I think it would make a difference. Um, yeah. but it's so hard, like good for you. <laughs> I, know. I know. I, for some reason had no, I actually, I think because for so long mm-hmm. I, I do, I wasn't ever keto. Like I, I think like, okay. but I, I, you know, I would have carbs, but I didn't allow myself all the foods that I'm eating now, which yeah. I just love them. You know, like all the mm-hmm. beans and the, and the sweet potatoes. I mean, I did eat sweet potatoes before, but like the fruits, just all those things. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's like almost better now. Totally. Like less restrictive. I love it. Like I get, it like. yes. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, I get to eat this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then what treatment, so back to the cancer part, what yeah. treatments did you do and like kind of what was your experience with it? Because that was last February you were diagnosed. This past February. Right. Yeah. So I was, um, I did a lumpectomy. Okay. And then the lymph node surgery. And okay. then, and that was pretty easy, like straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, my surgeon was amazing. So that was pretty simple. And then the option of chemo was on the table. And we, right. we went back and forth whether I was going to do it or not because mm-hmm. it's a grade two. Um, you know, with breast cancer, there's grade one. The stage is the mm-hmm. size and the grade is the specifics on the type of cancer oh, or the okay. tumor. Yeah. Okay. It's confusing. Breast cancer is so weird. Breast cancer is like so confusing. Right. I looked at I like Darren's diagnosis, straightforward, simple. Right. Breast cancer. It's like, I, this person is her two negative. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, insane. there's so many different kinds and the treatments are so different for each kind. So different. It's yes. really crazy. Yeah. So we toyed around with that and I thought for a second there was going to be on the table. And then mm-hmm. my oncologist and I, I love her. We discussed it and we, you know, we, she felt very comfortable with me doing just radiation and then I do Zolidex injections and then okay. hormone blocking meds. 
Okay. So the radiation was pretty, I was, you know, scared of it for a little bit, but it was pretty yeah. easy. You know, yeah. it usually brings fatigue. You're tired. You know, yeah. it's like crazy. Like the, it's like a fatigue you've never felt before, but mm-hmm. you know, powered through that. And then now I started the hormone blocking meds and the Zolodex injections, which I don't okay. love the Zolodex injections. Yeah. Because they all, they all come with a bunch of side effects, like bloating, totally. you know, and all the things. Right. So, and it blasts you right into menopause. So like, yes. Yeah. I was going to ask you. <laughs> yeah. And you can't do anything about it. Yeah. People, people will say, oh, you should take this. I'm like, I can't, I can't do right. anything. Yeah. I could just fight through it. So I do. So that's my attitude with all this is what can I control? What can I do to help me through this? So I do saunas. Weirdly, Mm -hmm. it does help. You would think like, you know, being hot is what you want to avoid. Maybe it's like getting it all out. You don't have have anything else to to give. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that. And then, like I said, hot yoga. I do Mm -hmm. acupuncture is really helpful because with the bone health and they can really help with hormone health as well. Amazing. And then I, yeah, I did a little bit of IV therapy and I'm just, oh, I just started, did a uh, colon hydrotherapy. I'm like the girl, I'm oh, like, you tell me what to do yeah. and I will try it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. What is a colon hydrotherapy? So it's like a colonic. Okay. I But you are in a, you know, a little, uh, you're at a facility who does it. Right. Right. Okay. And I was so freaked out. I just did my first one like two weeks ago, but now yeah. I'm totally hooked. So yeah. it's basically, you know, somebody is helping you through the whole thing. Got it. And you're just like laying there. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like you would feel amazing after. You feel amazing. And yeah. it's good for your skin. It's good for your energy. It's good for your immunity. Like yeah. I'm totally sold. So amazing. I'll do it. I'll do it weekly for a little bit until we feel comfortable with it. And then I'll just go monthly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So you feel like all these things help with the side effects of like the hormones and all that. Totally. Yes. It's helping. I mean, I still have the, you know, the hot sweats, like you just can't get away from that. They're lovely, but it does. I feel like because honestly, 40% of people Mm -hmm. either don't start taking the hormone blocking meds or they quit. Okay. 40 or maybe even higher. It's a really high percentage of women who should be on them, but don't because they're either scared of the side effects or the side effects are so bad they can't handle it. And it's like jo- uh, b- right. uh, bone and joint pain and then depression. Mm-hmm. And I and I haven't had anything, thank God, because yeah. I think of the things that I do. For sure. Yeah. I'm sure they yeah. make a difference. Like 100%. Yeah. Especially like what you're putting into your body and yes. working out. Like that makes such a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, well, I'm happy that all helps. And you're feeling like good. How are you dealing with like fear of recurrence or like anything like yeah. that? Gosh, I know. <laughs> Thankfully, I look at Darren, you know, he's such yeah. a good, he helps me so much, but yeah, it's there, of course. Yeah. But I, that what helps with that is meditation and breath work. Mm-hmm. And when I when my mind starts going there, I just mm-hmm. don't allow it. And mm-hmm. I think I, I truly believe that. I, I mean, I, I will go the conventional route as well, but I believe that we yeah. can also take part in healing our bodies. Yeah. So I, it's a belief thing and just, I do whatever I can on my end 
Mm-hmm. To help that. And so when I'm controlling it, when I have a part in it, I don't mm-hmm. have as much fear. I feel like right. if I would have just done the the surgery and the radiation and the hormone meds and just stopped there and lived life how I was before without yeah. any of the changes I've made, then I, there would be more fear. But I'm controlling the things to try to help it not come back. Yes, totally. And I even think about it, like, to be honest with you, I also am always still researching. Mm-hmm. about this cancer and when it, if it does, okay. what can I do? Mm-hmm. And so I, I even look at that, like, yeah. you know, just to stay a step ahead of it, just in case. Right. Just to, but, yeah. Like right. educate yourself. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, personally, I was like scared. So I didn't look up anything. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nope. I was like, my mom can handle it. <laughs> That's good. I actually believe that too. I actually do believe that um, people would say like, I didn't really completely look at the side effects from the hormone blocking meds or the Zolidex. I briefly looked at it just one time Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, what can I do about this? And I didn't look again. I don't even remember all the side effects because it's not, then it's not in my head. Right. Cause then you can like, your mind can play tricks on you. Right. Right. So my grandmother or not my grandmother, my stepmom, Mm. when Darren was going through his 2011 nightmare, my stepmom was also diagnosed with a glioblastoma and oh my she, gosh wow right, so she, and so she was like asked her doctors when is this going to kill me and yeah. they basically said you have like basically 9 months and so she died 9 months later oh my goodness so i think with Darren's attitude he was like okay no his right. attitude has always been like no 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 right. no, no. So yeah. I think just it's our minds are so powerful mm-hmm. in what we say is going to happen. When I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes such a difference. And I'm curious too, like support wise, do you, have you all connected with like other people going through cancer or like, can you relate to yeah. like your friends? Like how has that been and like support? Yeah. So it was weird for me. So I did start a cancer group years ago when Darren was going mm. through it and it was okay. just like a Facebook group. But it was more for me. I feel like I connected with caretakers more and it was, but weirdly, and I've been in groups with him and he's so different Mm. than how people usually respond to this type Mm. of cancer. Like, I don't even understand it. He's like a miracle. So I would see these people like, and it was so depressing what they were going through that I had to just remove myself. Mm-hmm. And we just stuck with our lives of just living like the normal life. So right. I, and but with me going through it, I would only, only, and I said to like on my social media world and any platforms, I'm like, I don't want poor Jen. I don't want, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want you talking to your mom or girlfriend or somebody else when I'm not present saying mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, did you hear? I said, I only want positive energy. Don't yeah. bring any negative energy. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I created a, a breast cancer group that's okay. for women, but it's a, a, an informative group mm. where I share good content. Like I, I wanted people that like were kind of funny, like kind of laughed about it. Like I listened to these women, two girls, it was a breast cancer group and they were funny and yeah. they would like laugh about their experience. And I'm like, oh okay, I can do this. Like right. they made it easier for me. Like that's what I wanted. I didn't want to talk to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, cause people will tell you stories. I'm like, I can't like the Facebook groups are wild. 
some of wild. <laughs> some of them, like I'll, I'm on them just because of like the podcast and coaching yeah. and all that. But I don't, I try not to spend a lot of time because they're like, someone will literally be like, I just got diagnosed with this. Like, do you have any tips or whatever? And someone comments like, my dad died from that. It's like, oh my God. I'm sorry. That is so unhelpful. <laughs> that is the worst. That is, and the other thing that I hate is when people say, oh, so what's your prognosis? Yeah. Don't ask the prognosis. Like, yeah. that's like, that's like asking me when I'm going to die. Like, are you kidding me? Totally. Like, is it good? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, my prognosis right. is great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, but that's good that you, yeah. and I, again, like you both have each other to talk about the cancer part of right. it too, which is yes. like nice in a weird way. <laughs> yes. So weird. So weird. Yeah. That's good that you found like different types of support that helps because, yes. and yeah, yeah, you have to like laugh about it or again, your mind is going to go to like the negative sad place, yes. which does not help the physical. Yep. My husband says, you got to laugh every day. And the funny thing is, is, you know, my kids, my kids have been dealing yeah. with cancer for so many years. Right. And when I was diagnosed, they were like, oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, how do your kids respond? They're like, they didn't eat. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just part of their lives. I know. They don't really know anything different. I mean, my yeah. son who is uh, helped us when we were yeah. doing this. He was four when Darren was diagnosed. And okay. like, yeah, so this is like their he's, lives. He's seen all of it. Like, he wow. watched his dad go down and have a massive seizure, like just crazy things. Wow. So, yeah. but he also, they also watch us get through this in a really positive way totally. by working out, by listening to personal development. We're not like depressed. We're like, okay, right. like, this is what yeah. we have in front of us. How are we going to power through it? Right. That's amazing. And we, and, right. And we do have days where we're down and we cry and they're like, so we, we show our emotions too, but that's really you know, important. Yeah. We have a day and then you get back at it. Right. Right. I think that's, I mean, I can only imagine like the impact that's going to make on that. I'm just seeing like positivity and getting through really hard yeah. things and yes, all of that. That's And like, like you said, that's, this is all they know. So how do you have two kids? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so teenager and what, how old is the other? Older. She's 21. She's 21. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they've been like growing up with this whole thing. Yeah. Their whole lives. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Um, do you, do either of them do anything in like the medical field, like, or obviously the teenager, but is he interested, but, um, like interested at all or not no, at all? no, I, not I'm at all. Not at all. Effects. That's yeah. a good question, but no, they're, they're not interested. They're like, yeah. get me away <laughs> like, from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really funny too. You know, our kids both handled it so differently where Maddie, so Maddie was in, Oh, another Maddie. I think she was in third grade. Yeah, Maddie. <laughs> she was in third grade when he was diagnosed, third or fourth grade when he was diagnosed. And okay. um, she was like, I, I did not want to have anything do, to do with the hospital. Mm. But she cared deeply and she yeah. would look at me and just like, I, I could tell her looking at me because she could tell how he was depending on how I was. Mm-hmm. And, but she, it scared her. She just didn't yeah. want to see him like that. Where right. Drew wanted to be in his hospital bed at all times. Mm. Yeah. So it's funny how kids can respond differently to it. Yeah. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like growing up, you would either want to be as far away from it as possible or like dive in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then, okay. In terms of like coaching and like what you do for like your career and all of that, I'd love to like get more information and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So it, again, it's weird how, you know, you, like I said, God is like, okay, he really wants cancer in my life somehow. So Darren, and I, so mm-hmm. I do coaching, the beach body coaching. I've been doing that for 11 years, 12 years, 12 years. And, okay. um, it's, you know, life-changing and it's amazing. And I have this team and I have this outlet to help people. And I feel like for me, even as I was going through this, yeah, to be able to dive into helping other people is such a, it helps you get through it. It takes it off of you and you get to help somebody else. So I'm super Mm -hmm. grateful that I've had that. And through Darren's too, like when we were in the thick of it, it was my step away from what we were dealing with, but it allows us to work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I do that. And then Darren and I, yeah. And then Darren and I have a podcast and yeah. So what's we, the, yeah. what's the podcast called? And then also um, I'd love for you to explain like beach body coaching just for people that yeah. don't know what that is. Sure. Sure. So our podcast is not today cancer with Mr. Worldwide and his bride. So love we dive it. in. It's funny. We've had this podcast for uh, like maybe since 2018, and it's oh, been okay. about for a while, but it was about like just relationships and getting through mm. struggle. And then we dove into his cancer and then we were like, go back to health. And now we're like full, or we're like, okay, we're just talking about cancer. <laughs> we're like supposed to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, and we just kind of share what we're going through and how I'm helping people. I want to get into yeah. interviewing people. So I definitely want you on my podcast one day. One so beach body coaching is again, the way I started was just to get myself healthy. And mm-hmm. I did really truly didn't have any intention of working the business at all. Right. But when you have, when you realize that programs and products work, so it's like basically like Netflix, yeah. but with workouts, mm-hmm. the workouts are amazing. And now they're coming out with a bike. So it's like, it's like a oh, Peloton bike, but, but half the cost. Okay. And there, we now have live classes, which is super cool. So it just, oh, they just great. keep like, expanding. It's such mm-hmm. an amazing, I think people, most people know the name Beachbody. Yeah. And yeah. And so I now help my coaches who they either sign up for the discount or they want to work the business. So I either okay. help people with their fitness at a discounted rate, or mm-hmm. I have customers as well that don't want to sign up. And then mm-hmm. I have coaches as well that want to work the business and pay it forward and help others. Okay. So it's helping. Yeah. So it's like running groups, like running accountability groups with people for their fitness. Love that. And yeah. yeah, it's just such a great community and it's a great, I mean, I had no idea mm-hmm. the potential that it had because, you know, when Darren was first diagnosed, I was like, cause I was in real estate when the real estate market was awful right. and I just kind of did it for fun. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, the main, he was the one that provided for our family. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? And the, I almost took Beachbody off my plate. I was taking everything off my plate. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go for it and see yeah. what happens with this. Mm-hmm. And he was able to go back to work for about a year. And then it came okay. back more aggressive. And so okay. that whole time I dove into this just really helping. So I help other people like grow their social media, help okay. them. I do a lot more now, just like really leadership stuff within my team. Yeah. And so when he was diagnosed in two thousand, or not diagnosed, when he came back in two thousand eleven, he has not worked since then. So now I provide. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, Only from this. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's wow. so fun too. I love it. Yeah. 
there's not been a day I don't love it. Like I oh literally wake gosh, up every day and I'm like, amazing. this is what I get to do every day. Like that it's kind of cool. crazy. Yeah. yeah that's incredible. Cool. Oh, I love that. And yeah, um, it's fun with the podcast. Like what, how often do you guys record? And I'm assuming it's on every platform. Yep. It, we do it. It's every platform and we do it every Friday. So every okay. Friday, there's a different awesome. time. Last week, I talked about hydrocolon therapy. So if you want to get the, in, Love the that. ins and outs of how it all works. <laughs> I actually do. I'm very interested. <laughs> it's good. You got to do it. You got to try Amazing. it at least once. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you do. I really feel like it would feel incredible. Do you talk about um, hormone, like hot flashes, like all of that kind of stuff at all? Have you talked about that yet on the podcast? Yep. Everything. Like okay. our episode today was about... Um, depression and anxiety that comes along with treatments. Mm, yeah. So, you know, like, of course there's the fearing anxiety when you're diagnosed mm -hmm. and then, but then there's the fear and anxiety that goes along with, or depression that can go yeah. come along with the treatments. You know, I mean, I know for me, like I've, I'm not a person that naps and all of a sudden yeah. here I am laying on the couch in the middle of the day mm. my son's like, what is wrong with her? But it's when you're in the middle of treatment, you, you're not yourself. Yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah. And then with the hormone blocking meds that can cause that. So I just share natural ways to overcome yeah. that, you know. Love that. Okay, good. I'm going to mm -hmm. share. I have a couple of clients that are struggling with that right now. So I'm going to share. Oh, good. Yeah. Yay. Them. Awesome. Yeah. Because um, I thankfully have not had to go through it, but I can yeah. only imagine how frustrating it is to just go right into it automatically. It's hard. And I'm, and I am doing, so apparently I just met with a surgeon to have my ovaries removed because the Zolodex oh. injection, it's a monthly injection that I have to get for five years. Wow. Okay. And, and I'm like, and it like the bloat is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? And just, you feel it just, you know, I don't, I just would like to eliminate some of the stuff right. that's going into my body right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm having my ovaries removed and she's like, you're going to even have worse symptoms. I'm like, Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, <laughs> that fast forwards too. Like it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. The hormone stuff is crazy. Like everything affects our hormones and even just going through treatment without any hormone stuff, like totally just going through it affects our hormones. So like, can you I know. imagine removing all of that? <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. But you get through it. Like you figure it out. You're like, okay, all right. You know, that's right. what I do is I'm like, okay, what can I control in this situation? Yeah. And that's I just kind of how I look at it. Yeah. And then I start yeah. doing the things and I play around. I, I will try anything once, mm -hmm. you know, any, just I'll try anything and what's working and I might switch it up and like switch routine for a while there. I was going two times a week to do, um, high dose vitamin C yeah. I've done, you know, immune, um, immunity drips. Like I've tried everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I think that's the most yeah. important thing, controlling what you can, because everything yes. else is literally just out of our control. So you might yeah. as well treat your body the best you can. Yeah. And D so Darren thinks I'm totally extra because yeah. I do it all. He's <laughs> like, like, so our medicine cabinet, like, he's like, I have worse <laughs> cancer than you. And he has like three pills that his his uh, doctor prescribed to him. Yeah. And mine is like these huge, like the it's ridiculous that I take. Yeah. Because it's all supplements and like herbal right. meds. And yeah. So that's funny. so funny. Do you go to like a naturopath or like a natural holistic doctor too? I actually, that's my next step. I've not done that yet. Um, okay. I'm trying to figure out if there's one in this area. I 
Mm. I see an energy person, an acupuncturist. Yeah. So the energy healer, she talks me through a lot. But so I have a lot of different people, but my acupuncture guy has been there since the beginning. And so is my energy healer. Those two I used to see, like, I'm not kidding you. Like, as you know, cancer is a full-time job. You know, when you're in the middle, it's like, I I don't have time for anything else. And that's the beauty of my business too. I, since I've been doing this for so long, I took three months off and I didn't do anything, but I still earned the same amount. That's amazing. Wow. Right. And I didn't have to check in with a boss or anything. I am my own boss. So, right. Yeah. Which is the best thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I asked because I, I have seen an astropath a few times. I love her, but, um, she really helped me with hormones and like balancing them and just all the blood work because the doctors don't, you know, I know. Yeah. So I just, I'm always curious. It it is interesting because I did, oh my gosh, I actually forgot about that. I was literally, I had gone, I met this new girl. She was a naturopath before I was diagnosed just to get, because I was like, I I need more testing done. Yeah. And I, and I hadn't met with her yet. I did the whole blood panel, like everything. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was just diagnosed with breast cancer. She was like, uh, yeah. Like yeah. she, she was the one that was going to work with me on hormones. And I'm like, okay, I can't take any hormones. So right, right. we'll just cancel this appointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got other stuff to deal with right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, amazing. Well, Jen, I'm like so happy that you came on. Thank you so much. Um, this has been so fun. If people like want to reach you, follow you, ask you mm-hmm. questions, where can they do that? I'm assuming Instagram. Yep. Instagram, my name, Jen Delvo, J-E-N-D-E-L-V-A-U-X. Amazing. Um, yeah. So that's basically, I'm, I'm always on Instagram. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. That's how um, I reached you. So I know. she replies. I know. Um, yes. Yes, okay, I amazing. do. Well, thank you so much. This was like the best ever. I love talking all wellness and everything and you are like amazing. So you and your husband, Thanks. truly, it's, it's incredible. So are you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I love doing this. Good, and and you're, you'll be on my podcast next once I figure it all out. Yes. <laughs> Let me know. I'll give you all the tips, even though we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all we okay. need is headphones, really. That's all that matters. I know. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you, Jen. Yeah, thank you. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks, the podcast where we get down to the nitty gritty of what actually happens before, during, and after cancer. Hosted by me, Madison Pollock. Follow along for updates and guests on Facebook and Instagram at Cancer Actually Sucks Podcast.